back, everybody, to episode two of the Sporty Nerds Universe podcast. I am your host, Jeff Wolf, alongside Adam Dell. Dell, how are you doing today? Man, this weekend sucked. Right? Like, I am a Packers fan. I also root for the Browns, and I root for the Buckeyes. This sucked. And I'll be honest, in my lifetime, this has maybe happened like five times where the Buckeyes and the Packers and the Browns, Browns lose a lot. But yeah, honestly, Browns, that's that's kind of an every but, every Sunday thing for a while. But, but the Packers and Browns, and I'm sorry, the Packers and Buckeyes lose. Yeah, two teams the same that, that weekend, shouldn't lose. That yeah. doesn't happen much. And I know. But I mean, thank God, the only only thing that saved this weekend was I won my fantasy league. Unfortunately, won, that yeah. meant the Browns losing. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just I think of Thanos. Did you win? Yes. What did it cost you? Everything. Yes. Did you see that meme going around that Ohio State one? Or no, it was was for the Browns being good and it cost us Ohio State. Yeah, we, oh, Browns still didn't win. Oh my gosh. I I don't think I've ever been as angry for a loss as I was for that loss for the Browns because I I expected us to lose. I expected to be close, but just how the game went where we were up for three full quarters, a little bit of the fourth quarter, and then out comes uh, Patty Cakes doing his, his thing. It sucks when you lose a game when you believe you're the better team, and I think that's what you're going through right now. Yes, yes, that is what that is what I have to say. Not, not taking anything away from from the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. No. Yeah, they are who we thought they were. Exactly, and it was a great game. But there's yeah. one takeaway you should have, and the Browns can play with this team. And if they eliminate a few mistakes that are very easy to correct, it, this is week one, and there was like not even a real preseason. They, they eliminate those mistakes. They see them in the playoffs. There is no doubt the Browns can hang toe-to-toe with the best team in the conference. And that, that, oh, yeah. Baker had a good game. He had the interception late, which hurt, obviously. It sucked. And yep. when you're – but if you want to get to that level, I mean, that's the big question. Can Baker Mayfield lead the Browns to the Super Bowl? You've got to be able to make that play. He didn't make it in that game. Yep. Do I think he can make that play? I do. But he's just not there yet. I believe at the end of the season, he very well did beat. I'm still yeah. going to put the Browns in the Super Bowl. And they did this without OBJ. Keep that yeah. in mind. And OBJ's out again. I got oh, the notification today. I think, things. Part of, I think part of that is, uh, and the Texans look good. That kind of surprised me this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, there's a lot of surprises. And we will we will get into that when we have our takeaways from uh, fr- from week one. But uh, how about those picks? Yeah, that's yeah, um, yeah. You killed me on those, man. I did. I did so well. I'm proud of myself because I usually don't do that well. It'll probably never happen again. But gosh darn it, it made me feel good. Yeah, I think I got five right, and you had like eleven right or something. Okay, like it wasn't even close. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but it was it was around. It was a pretty significant ass kicking. So, so you you've got me week one. I'll get the exact numbers, and we'll we're gonna pick every week. Yep, I'll catch up to you. But kudos to you, sir. Thank you. I will take I will take the W. You, you killed it. No, no, no. Stop saying but. I just told you the clock was running and we had a penalty. Do you want to give them the ball back? No. You don't play. You don't know it. That's just plain and simple. Was I happy with the drive? No, we didn't score points. It's the dumbest question you could ask. What? Jesus. All right. So speaking of the takeaways, what do you take away from week one of the NFL season? Uh, I'm going to bring my philosophy that I use in fantasy and just – Remember, it's week one. This doesn't mean anything yet. Teams are still getting used to each other, especially with the shortened preseason. I'm not going to go nuts over what happened this weekend. My biggest takeaway, uh, honestly, 
I mean, I'm a Packers fan and seeing what I saw set uh, Sunday, I, I, I was in shock. I mean, Jameis Winston, I, I, I think he's going to be good. I think he did things really right in, by sitting behind Drew Brees. And I'm excited to see what he can do, but they shouldn't do that to the Packers, especially after the offseason no. they've had. Like, it, it's, and I said it the other day, it's Super Bowl or bust for Green Bay. And if they don't get their shit together, yep. part of it, I, I believe it has a little bit to do with New Orleans had a lot to play for with the Hurricane Ida. And I think that gave them a lot of motivation. And energy in the Packers just did not match it. They got punched in the mouth. But if it's going to happen, if they're going to have that gut check game, I'm glad it happened in week one. My my biggest surprise, honestly, was the Steelers coming back and beating the Bills. I did not see that one coming. No, and I think I think that kind of just goes into what my takeaways were, was I don't have one takeaway. I have a lot of takeaways. I, I mean, I have a takeaway that the so-called experts are about 50% right on a lot of stuff. Um, whether that's fantasy, whether that's uh, pick them, kind of who who should win, who should lose. That's football. Anyone can win uh, on on any day, any given Sunday. And uh, the same goes for certain players. Like we had, we had uh, uh, Stafford, uh, where, oh. where people were people were wondering is he is 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 he going to be okay? Is he not? He looks a okay to me. Uh, and he's finally going to be successful. It looks like uh, in his career, which the man deserves because he's a great human being. Oh yeah, I. I- I fully believe Stafford is going to have like an MVP caliber year. I've said that going into the season. Uh, he, he, he is a great quarterback who had zero help whatsoever around him, except for Calvin Johnson. And the team was so bad, it drove him to retire. So And, and like, it drove Barry Sanders to retire. Right. So, like, I am very – I if the Packers aren't going to go in the NFC, I would not mind seeing the Rams simply because of Matthew Stafford. I think the man deserves it. It'd be a great story They gave up everything for him. So he, that's kind of his level too. He's got to win. And it remains to be seen how they look through the season, but man, they look good against the bears. Yeah, they did. And that scares me uh, about Stafford possibly being that good because I have a bet with my buddy, Chris, uh, who I work with. And our bet is I have Kyler Murray, and I have Josh Allen winning the MVP. Anyone else wins, he wins. He wins the money, and I need the money. We all need. But the money. Kyler looked great. Kyler looked phenomenal. Kyler is one of those quarterbacks. So this could be the year where he really takes a step forward mm-hmm. and gets into that conversation. Kind of like what Matt Ryan did a couple years into his career. Now yeah. he obviously he never recovered from the twenty-eight to three debacle. No, but. But Matt Ryan took a big leap in like his third or fourth year, and that—that's the time it's supposed to happen. This is Tyler's third year, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm—they look good, man. And and my biggest takeaway is I'm so happy that every team in, in the NFC North sucked, so it <laughs> doesn't count. They're all zero and one. The only advantage that anybody has is. The Vikings lost to an AFC opponent. So they're undefeated in the conference, which I believe would be the tiebreaker at this point. But that okay. that's the only difference. Everyone else lost to an NFC team. Yeah. I, I, but, speaking of Kyler, though, the takeaway from the Tennessee Titans, who are uh, an AFC championship favorite, an AFC or getting to the AFC championship, uh, at least going far into the playoffs. And then they, they lay an egg just like, just like your Packers did. So... Uh, and then Jamar Chase, we were so worried about Jamar Chase. He can't see the ball. There's no white stripes on the ball. And the funny. dude just balls out. Yep. So it, 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 there's a lot of takeaways. The best takeaway is it's back, baby. Football yep. is back. Uh, and it's, it's going to be a fun ride for teams that lost 
for the Packers, for the Browns, for Titans. Uh, don't worry. Uh, it's not, it's one game. Like you said, R-E-L-A-X. I loved it. As soon as, as soon as the game happened the way I was like, man, Aaron, please give me a 2.0 of relax. I would love it. <laughs> but yeah, the best thing is, is football is back and uh, man, I just want to enjoy the ride. I don't know if you saw, there's a meme going around that had Rogers side by side with Brady and Rogers. He's rocking the straddly load. He's got the long hair. He's doing all. Yeah. I think he's trying to be an intellectual because he's a Jeopardy host he, and he's got that he brown, co- brown coat with patches, I bet. But, um, but no, it had, said, it had him and Tom Brady side by side. And it just said, just a reminder, Aaron Rodgers is seven years younger than Tom Brady. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers looked like he's decrepit and dead next to Tom Brady. Yeah. So that was yeah, kind of funny. He looks like uh, uh, the uh, the skeleton of uh, Tales from the Crypt, but there's yes. actually a body still on it. Yeah, yeah. He, they they did not look good. And anyway, um, did you watch the Monday Night Football game last night? I or, didn't. Uh, Monday night. Sorry. No. Um. Let's see. No, I watched the Sunday night game. I didn't watch any of the Monday night game. That was probably one of the most fun games I've ever watched. Ever. It was back and forth. The Raiders came back from, they were down by 10 and then the, the Raiders thought they won. And then, so they like scored a touchdown, but then it got revealed and he stepped out on the one and, the, and then the Ravens stopped them in overtime. And then they got the, and then missed the field goal or something like that. Oh, right, so anyway, it, it was crazy. So the Ra- Raiders thought they won got it on the one, ended up turning the ball over, and then the Ravens started driving, and then they turned the ball over, and the Raiders came out and kicked the field goal. It was, it, it was one of the craziest endings I've ever seen. Wow. It's, it sounded, sounded like a crazy game. I was just glad to wake up in the morning and find out that the Ravens did not win. Yeah. That, that, that if the Browns are going to lose, hopefully, like, if the Browns aren't, aren't, aren't going to win, then as, as long as the Ravens don't win, that's good because when it's all said and done, I, I truly believe it's going to come down to the Ravens and the Browns and the Steelers and Bengals will be an afterthought in, in the division. I, I, think that, I, th- I think I think the Bengals are going to have a great good year. I really do. I, I mean, my bold prediction kind of to start the year was I kind of feel like the Bengals could be the third third team in the North. I don't know. The Steelers are still, they still have been bent and say what you will about him. But for how long? That, that's the thing. If he can stay healthy, which yeah. is always a big if with him. Mm-hmm. They could do some damage, but I can't believe yeah. that. I still can't believe the Steelers beat the Bills. All right. So, so we got into all of our takeaways from week one. Um, but with every sport, when you finish the first week, there's always some crazy overreactions. So what is your overreaction from this week's week one of the NFL season? That the Packers suck. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. You can't mention the Packers. I can't mention the Browns. Okay. That's a smart move. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Because that's what that's what both of us would be. Yeah, no, that made sense. My overreaction is that Jalen Hurts is the quarterback for Philadelphia. They, I mean, yeah, he had a really good game. They won thirty-two to six over Atlanta. Uh, he was twenty-seven of thirty-five, two hundred sixty-four yards and three touchdowns. Great game, but it's one game. Uh, Jalen Hurts has a lot to prove. Miles Sanders had seventy-four yards on that as well. But uh, Devontae Smith, which I love this. Because I have him in fantasy, balled out with a, a touchdown and seventy-one yards. So, I think the the Eagles could be very good. Uh, Peterson's obviously a very good coach. He's been to the Super Bowl before, but I'm not ready to anoint Jalen Hurts the king of the NFC East. Although that's not going to take a lot. Well, no, we gotta put respect on Dad Prescott's name. Dad Prescott, absolutely. Dad Dad Prescott, he's one of my favorite yeah, players. 
Yeah, but I, I really hope Jalen Hurts is successful because uh, I would love to yeah. see some good old fashioned Eagles Cowboys like winner goes to the playoff matchups. Those are some that's some of the mm-hmm. best rivalry out there. And and you you want every play every uh, team to have a quarterback that pans out. It's just best for the league to to not have a really crappy quarterback for a franchise. Agreed. What is your takeaway? All right. So my takeaway, I mean, I have a bunch of takeaways or uh, uh, overreactions, I guess. Um, but I'm going to really, I'm going to really overreact here. Um, so this is what's going to happen by week three, Aaron Rodgers is traded <laughs> and he's traded to the Denver Broncos. In comes Jordan love Denver Broncos get in the playoffs. Jordan love and the Packers get in the playoffs. That's my overreaction. Okay. So we, we were, it's, not- it's, it's, it's like an over, no, no, you, you couldn't mention the Packers. I could. Oh, no, that's fine. I just, <laughs> we're not going to go far enough to see the Packers and the Broncos are going to the Super Bowl. I'm not going that far. Can you imagine it's that? already a very bold prediction theory. Right. But that would be one hell of a story. Oh, it would be the greatest story. Like that's a movie storyline right mm-hmm. there. And, and, and the thing is with the Broncos, if I can just say this for a second, not to get us really off topic, the Broncos are a fantastic offensive team. They just don't have a quarterback. Right. They, when it's all said and done, they could have one of the, the best tandems of wide receivers in the league. It's just, you don't know that because you have someone like Drew Locke thrown to them, which I'm a, I'm a believer. You give a quarterback, a young quarterback time. I think we give up on quarterbacks too easily. So this is a very make it or break it kind of season, but he's not hold even up, starting. Hold up, hold up. Yeah. I was just say Teddy Bridgewater was, Play it, yeah. Broncos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not even he's not even playing right now. Um, and it, and Teddy Two Gloves isn't going to get the job done. Let me tell you. So we'll see. He had a decent. We will see. Giants twenty eight yes. for thirty six, two touchdowns. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not he's not bad. I personally don't like the guy, uh, but he's not bad. He's just he's a borderline starter, probably more so a uh, a good backup. Okay. Melvin Gordon finally had a good game, though. Yeah, and that's good to see because Melvin Gordon, you didn't know what what was going to be going with his career for the last like what two years now. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a good enough quarterback to where he's not going to lose you the game, but he's also not going to be the guy who goes out and wins the game for you. Either. Yeah, yeah. So if it's, he can get the ball to the receivers, if he mm-hmm. can not make a lot of mistakes, that's all he has to do is play ball. He has to be Peyton Manning in his last season, hand yeah. the ball off, get it quick little dumb bouts to your receivers and let the rest of the team do the work. If they can do that, I mean, they got a pretty tough division. I think the Raiders are going to be pretty good. Uh, yeah, obviously you have the yep. chiefs and the chargers with Justin Herbert are definitely on the upswing. So that's going to be a tough division for him this year. I'm, I'm interested to see how the AFC West goes out, but yeah, it's, if a, it's Aaron Rodgers goes to fucking Denver, apparently <laughs> then that could be interesting. I would just, and you know what? No offense to, to you or any Packers fans listening, but I desperately wanted him not to sign back with green Bay and to just go with, go with the, uh, the Broncos just cause I wanted a good quarterback to be able to play with those receivers. You know what I actually wanted to happen? Hmm. I wanted the Browns to trade for him. And I wanted the Browns to send Baker Mayfield to Cleveland because I believe in my to heart green Bay. Hearts, you mean? Yeah. It's a green Bay. Yeah. I fully believe that if Rodgers had ended up in Cleveland with the talent on that team, there is no doubt in my mind that they would, I would have went and put a thousand dollars on them winning the Super Bowl at that exact moment. And on yeah. the other side of it, my other, my, my favorite team, the Packers, I like Baker and he's a good quarterback. So we could use him for the next 10 years. We'll be successful. The Browns can make a really good Super Bowl run that they will be set up to win that game. And I'd be super happy. But can you imagine? Happen. No, it didn't happen. But can you imagine 
on the sideline, Baker and Brett just joking with each other, having fun. That'd be like, like, I mean, he's like, he, he idolizes Brett Favre. I know. I mean, Brett Favre, Brett Favre is one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. Even well, I'm a he was just, fan. yeah. Yeah. Like you live and you die by the Favre. And that's kind of early on what Baker was looking to be. Uh, he can't, he, he, he's not as good as Brett Favre, obviously. So he can't get away with stuff that Brett was able to get away with. Uh, and he needs to be grounded a bit on, on certain things, but that, that would have been a really cool thing. I just hate the narrative that like you grab a future hall of fame quarterback at the end of his career, just to get us a, a, a title. I don't like that. I'd much rather wait and be homegrown and Baker is our guy. And then the next day we put a statue at a first energy stadium for him. Oh, that'd be a great story, but Bernie who? Asked Denver how it went. They owned yeah. John Elway, and it took them five chances to get it. Yeah. But, but they got it. And then they got Peyton Manning, and that was a lot easier. It, it was a lot easier, but he looked awful that game, that Super Bowl. Ooh. Still won it, though. She still won it. That was the one where Cam Newton was afraid to get on the ball, wasn't it? That that move defined yeah. um, Cam Newton to me. Yeah. All right, so we talked, we talked NFL. We're going to give our, our week two picks later on in the show. Uh, but let's get into NCAA football. Let's not. Let's, <laughs> we have to. I don't want to. We have to talk about it. No, we don't. <laughs> it's, we can't imagine it didn't happen. It happened. They all know what happened. They don't even yeah. know. <laughs> Ohio State, maybe they didn't lose, but they also didn't win. They definitely did lose. <laughs> oh. I could see all the somber faces of the fans outside the stadium Saturday, just like dejected and demoralized. And like the first game back, just the stealth flyover, huge game. And yeah, it it was yeah. sad. It was like, it was like somebody came into a stadium and watched a bunch of kittens get drowned and then left. Yeah. Like honestly, the whole game, I never was confident in Ohio state. They always looked like they always looked like the underdog in this game. Even they were, I mean, even anytime they scored, you're like, okay, cool. And, but it's just right back down. Uh, Oregon would, would, would score again. And uh, I think the thing that, that, uh, that pissed me off the most, honestly, was near the end where uh, Ohio state scored one, they were still down a touchdown and the fans are, are, are acting like we won the game or something. And I'm like, stop we can't stop them. So don't, don't get too excited. We have to do it again. And um, we weren't able to do it again. Uh, The defense, the defense did the offense did not. And that's all. I mean, I'm not impressed with CJ. I'll just say that. I am. And I think people need to back off of him. Like for one, I don't think a, they do. It's a second game. If you put any of those quarterbacks in, you could have the same as that situation. Do you remember what JT Barrett did when he started? They lost to Virginia Tech. Or not Harry. Yep. Was that was, JT Barrett? Yeah. JT Barrett. When they lost to Virginia Tech. It's a very similar situation. Like it was a brand new quarterback in a um and it wasn't a hostile environment, but they lost to a good team. Yeah. This is not a cupcake. This is the number twelve team in the country. No, it's not a cupcake. Uh, but as the number three team in the country, um, especially with what we are used to defensively, offensively, um, neither side is in sync at this point. I, I mean, he had 484 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, he had that bad pit towards the end. But overall, like, he had a decent game. What more? He, do had, you, no, what, he, what, he had 484 yards. It's not I his understand. fault the defense can't stop anybody. 
I understand. And that's the issue with the team. Gary Domes does uh, not. CJ's an issue, he, too. No, I'm not saying CJ is not an issue, but he's not the main issue. No, he's, he's not. not. I, would, I agree. He throws for 484 yards and three touchdowns. He is not the issue. There are some coaching issues on the defensive side. They don't know what to do. I mean, but they had three receivers over 100 yards. You can't ask for more production out of your team. They don't know what to do. They need to figure it out. Right. And You're that's Ohio State. Exactly. And that if you don't know how to if you don't know how to be a defensive coordinator for a program like Ohio State, get the fuck out. I agree. And that needs to be looked at. And Ryan Day said in his press conference this week that he's not happy that he has to take time away from the offense. This is not okay. This is not what we expect at Ohio State. Luckily. Talked about my overreactions. Dog, my Jesus dog Christ. is so scared right now. You just start screaming, man. I, I I get passionate and then I just start yelling, and my dog is so scared right now. I get that. Jesus. I'm but, not mad at you. You're good girls. Yeah. Coombs is not. Okay. Let's look at this objectively, though. Let's okay. take away our passion. Okay. Ohio State lost to the 12th ranked team in the country. Mm-hmm. Okay. They lost at home, which is not good. But again, their starting quarterback is a freshman who played very well. Their next five, six, seven, eight, nine. Their next nine games are against unranked opponents. I take that yeah. back. Penn State is number 10. So okay. out of the next nine games, they play one ranked opponent. I mean, they it, have it, plenty it, of time to right the ship. Yes, yes. Their, their defense is going to get better. Or they're going to fire Combs. One of the two, whichever happens, it happens. Yeah, that's that's what needs to be discussed. I mean, the fact that what's the over under on that one? I mean, Verdell scored three times in the same fucking play. That should never ever happen. Never that level. I'm sure he's a great recruiter. He's a great guy from everything I've heard. But if you don't get the job done, you don't deserve to do that job. This isn't a match school. This isn't Indiana. This is Ohio State. You've got to be able to do the job that you're paid to do. We don't accept less. That's not the standards here. So no. get this shit together and mm-hmm. fix it or fire his ass yep. and bring in someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Three, I mean, it, three it, it, times, the other- three times, three fucking plays, the same play. How the fuck do you not fix that? Like, but th- that's also the hard thing is like, what, what, what coach do you believe in? Uh, as a defensive coordinator or that's maybe on the team on, as, as a different coach to just jump right in uh, maybe a third, a third way into the season, maybe a quarter way into the season to be able to, 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 to do that job and to, to make a difference than what's going on right now. I don't fucking know. That's not my job. I don't, I'm just, get, I'm not get, even asking get you. The, get the AD, get the coach, get someone or call Mark D'Antonio. He's not doing much. Get yeah. him back here. Um, My point is, Ohio this is State. You have plenty yeah. in your alumni network from your know, former players. You have some of the best coaches in the college. Get the right guy, but Jesus. I, but that's my point. Is it's like uh, this is a really big issue. This isn't a small issue. This is a really big issue. The CJ issue to me is is much smaller. He he's playing fine. He's playing well. He's not playing great uh, as an Ohio State quarterback. He's not so. He's not as consistent. He's having. What am I trying to say? Uh, his accuracy at times, but for 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 being as young as he is, being just past week two in the college football uh, schedule, it, he's he's okay for now. I'm much more concerned about the defense. Okay, so let's go back to Justin Fields' first season against Florida Atlantic. He was 19 of 26 for 232 yards. Against Cincinnati, he was 22 of 27 for 81 yards. He had four touchdowns in the first game and two touchdowns in the second game. So, C.J. Stroud, as a freshman who's never played before, 
doubled the amount of yards that one of the greatest quarterbacks in Ohio State history had in his first like he had as much in one game as he had in his first two games. And he was playing Oregon and Minnesota, not Florida Atlantic and and Cincinnati. You shut your whore mouth when you're talking about Justin Fields. I'm not. He's the greatest Ohio State quarterback of all time. Exactly. I'm not talking bad about him, but C.J. Stroud's numbers were better than his first two games. But we're shitting on C.J. Stroud like he's supposed to be this fucking god-level quarterback in his first two games. He had 484 yards. What the hell else do you want from him? Yeah, he threw a bad interception. I get it, but it happens. No, it does. And, but it, here's my thing. He's just he's he's a spoke on the wheel of what's wrong at Ohio State right now. A very small stoke. I feel spoke. like he's the bud the wheel ran over. <laughs> expect Ohio State to bounce back. I expect them to get it together, especially with their schedule coming up. It's they don't it's can play anybody. <laughs> yeah, they don't play anyone. So uh, if if this continues versus a team that. <laughs> that they don't pl- that they play that's really a nobody that's a really big issue uh but maybe this is just an overreaction so we will see all right a- outside of of the ohio state meltdown nothing too big happened notre dame and toledo that was that was a struggle right there but i don't think nothing really major needs to get recapped uh with the top 25 but we got to talk about state appalachian state almost beat miami I love Appalachian Apple, State. They're I love just, Appalachian State. This is so much fun. They pop they're, up every few years and just piss somebody off. They're kind of like Gonzaga early on when they were starting <laughs> to do well in, in basketball. Uh, but like I was saying, we got to talk about this USC job, uh, especially because it involves uh, a former coach of Ohio State in Urban Meyer. He's not going there. Here's the thing. Um, he wants this job. He's wanted this job for at least two years now. Like there was heavy rumors when he was doing the Fox sports uh, analysis that he was down there and he was going to us USC uh, practices or he was on campus. He, I, I really think he wants to take this job. Can he take this job right now? No, he's not going to take it right now. Um, if there's maybe a closed door meeting between USC and I mean, they, they got to hire someone, right? But maybe they just hire someone for the rest of the year. Uh, Urban sees what he does with Jacksonville. Because again, one week there, you can't. You're not going to leave. Who did that? Nick Saban, where he played like three games, coached like three games, and he left. No, that was like uh, that was, was it. Wasn't Miami? That was Lane Kiffin. No, no, no. I'm saying so. I, oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saban yeah, was, was, Saban was Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that would be awful for him to do that. I, and I really think he 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 owes it to himself to give Jacksonville a try. But I'm not saying that this is this is a done deal. I mean, obviously he keeps things close to the chest, but. I would not be shocked if he took the USC job. I think he really wants to do this. I think it's going to be someone close to Urban, but not Urban. I think Luke Fickle is going to take the job. Oh, a little little fickle. I mean, he went down to Cincinnati, and Cincinnati is, believe it or not, I don't know if this has ever happened. They are a higher-ranked team than Ohio State is right now. So there's a couple other candidates. I'm looking at CBS Sports, and uh, Mm -hmm. they got a couple of names on here. That's intriguing. I just want to run them by you real quick. Okay. So Bob Stoops, former Oklahoma coach. Yeah. Now he took took Urban's job on bed new kickoff. Yep. Uh, Matt Campbell, he is the Iowa State coach. Iowa State, again, is in, like, the top ten. Yeah. Well, shit. Uh, this one intrigues me a little bit. James Franklin. Interesting. That's a that'd be a solid choice. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I feel like he is very committed to Penn State. 
just from what I hear from him, he's very yeah. I, I very, imagine very, that like, committed to the town. I think, but yeah. So there, just a couple of candidates I thought would be interesting. I think I think of all those, Franklin is the best coach. Uh, I just don't see him leaving. Um, Stoops would be fun. I think Stoops would be fun there. Uh, whoever it's going to be, it's going to be someone with personality. It's going to, and I mean, it's obviously Stoops, and uh, it's going to be someone that can run a high-profile program. So it'll be really interesting to see. Again, I think they're going to get an interim guy in there. I, I don't think they're going to get a big name. They're just going to get an interim guy in there. They're going to wait till the end of the season. I think they would absolutely love to talk to Urban. I think Urban would absolutely love to entertain a meeting with them for this spot. And I think, honestly, Urban is going to realize he's not fit for the NFL. Uh, it, very few college coaches are fit for it. Uh, you see a lot, of, a lot of coaches go into college and they give it a go, and very few of them succeed. And they realize it's just not for me. There is some coaches that are just great college coaches, and there are some that are great NFL coaches. Just because you can coach one does not mean you can coach the other. Chip Kelly. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's, there's a couple. Time. Yeah, it does. He's not the only one. He's just the most it, famous. I love Chip. He de- yeah, he demanded so much in Philly, though. It just once you yeah, and it was level, it was a, a different. Game. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it is it's different. It's it's different. It just is. It just hits different. So. All right, before we get into the nerdy aspect of the show, we would love you guys to join us on our social media platforms. You can check us out on Facebook. Just search Sporty Nerds Universe Podcast and then at Sporty Nerds Pod on Twitter. All right, before the social media plug, I teased that we were getting into the nerdy stuff. Let's do it. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. I know. Matrix Resurrection trailer. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I oh, my know, I don't gosh. know what that noise was that I just made, but I, it was something. That's how I felt about that trailer. Oh, my God. It looks so good. I've never been as excited for a Matrix movie. I but see, well, that's not I disagree with that. There's no way that's even possible. You agree. It's possible the, for me. You agree that the Matrix is like the most one of the greatest films of all time. The original Matrix, the OG level. So this is what I this is what I, I I realized in my head when I'm watching this trailer is I haven't watched The Matrix since I was in high school I think dude. something like that so it it just it just reminded me dude you need to watch The Matrix again I mean, because I it's like it. obviously I know this stuff I, I know stuff from it and and, and everything but uh, I'm not a hardcore fan of The Matrix but I remember when the 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 first ones came out I really was I love The Matrix. Um, so I just really need to uh, I need to have a date with uh, with the Matrix yet again. When I saw the trailer, I think within 30 minutes, I started watching the first one. Again. Yeah. Was, See, I was I was with you. Like, I, I haven't watched it in years. Yeah, I, I think my perspective at this point in my life is different than it was back then. And oh, yeah, I, I it has believe, to be. I, I like the movie significantly more now because it means different things to me because I've had different life experiences. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a phenomenal movie when I was watching it when I was in high school, college. Yeah. Uh, 99. I was like, what, middle school? I probably shouldn't have been watching it when I was. But Man, it's 99. What was I? I think I was. Yeah, it had to have been high school. I think I was probably a, a, a sophomore. What year were you born? 84. You're older than me? Yeah, I'm older than you. I didn't know that. I just don't act like it. True point. Um, yeah. But no, the uh, I, I saw the trailer, and uh, did you see the thing they did on the website? Oh, no. 
So they did this really cool shit. It was like this interactive trailer. They had like, you went to the website, uh, what is the matrix.com? And that was, was the original site. And I don't know if yeah. you remember this, but back when they originally started marketing the movie, you know, when the internet was just like starting. Yeah. Um, all right, they drove people to the website. It was one of the first bid movies to have like, for lack of a better word, a social media campaign, an online yeah. campaign. And very much like, like the Dark Knight one that they did. Yeah, and it was very interactive. And so they did it again. They put these web these this website you clicked on the blue pill or the red pill. And whichever pill you clicked on, it would give you a different trailer. And each time you clicked on the pills, it was a different footage. And the craziest shit about it though was you it was like you think the world is real? Do you think it's 725 PM? And it would actually like read the clock on your computer and tell you like do you think it's really 7:25 p.m., which is the time it is right now, at the time of recording? Yes. And it was tr- like the different trailers; w- and they would change. Like at eight o'clock, it's like, do you think it's eight o'clock right now? Like it was trippy as hell. And I'm all fucking That's for cool. it. And I, yeah. I love. I've noticed. I love. I'm going to quote, uh, "What's her name from America's Got Talent?" Sophia. I love. The Wachowskis. <laughs> the Wachowskis, not only do they do The Matrix, which is one of my favorite films, one of the most formative films of like me growing up. I don't know how many times I'd watched it. But they also made one of my favorite shows of all time called Sense 8. And one, I'm really excited mm. because a lot of the characters from that show are going to be in this movie. Not the characters, but the actors. I think Sense 8 is one of the shows that was a little ahead of its time, but should go down as one of the greatest shows in the history of culture i i I, that it is that level to me so seeing just seeing wachowski stuff again on a big screen is i am stoked for because it's just chef's kiss to them i love them i love everything they've done every movie they've done i have loved v for vendetta one of my favorite movies of all time uh one of the greatest dialogues of all time so i don't know how much you love the wachowski's and what they've done beside the matrix but i love everything about I realize I say love a lot when I was you, editing. You do. You're very loving. Editing. And I and I get that people are going to be like, it's, it doesn't mean shit. Well, fucking this means something, okay? This is like <laughs> super duper love. The only yeah. love that, that supersedes my love for the Wachowskis is my love for Lauren. And like, other than that, like I didn't know it was that it was that that, that love, degree of love. The, the, the Wachowskis are the shit. Like, wow, I didn't know that. They're up there. Like, it's them. And Kevin Smith are the reason yeah. that I went into the world of media. If it wasn't mm-hmm. for th- those two or three, I would never, I wouldn't be sitting here recording a podcast with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's really cool. I mean, Kevin Smith, I, I'm, I'm right on, on with you on that, but uh, because you brought up, <laughs> because you brought up the cast of the matrix, can I tell you just how happy my heart was to see Neil Patrick Harris in this? Can I just say that? I that love the nice. man so much. I mean, I am I am a diehard How I Met Your Mother fan, and I freaking love Neil Patrick Harris. So when it was him, I was like, I'm in. I'm already in. But it's like this trailer was one of the craziest trailers. Like you can say that about a lot of a lot of movie trailers about being crazy. There's a lot of guns going off, fireworks going off, stuff like that of of, of other movies. But just how this trailer synced so well together from front to end, it just. If you if you're not a Matrix fan, after you watch this trailer, you want to go see this movie. 
that's what trailers are supposed to do. And we don't get that a lot. Now we get, because everyone doesn't want to give away story or whatever. And they just want a little, a little tease here and there, but this trailer was absolutely fantastic. This is one of my favorite trailers for a movie that I've seen in a long time. I, I don't even know how long. For one, I love that Keanu kept his hair. That yes. was badass. Yes. I'm glad they yes. didn't make him cut the hair. Yes. Um, I'm with you. The trailer for the original matrix, same thing, because like we at least know what the matrix is now. Like, mm-hmm. When that movie came out, nobody had any yeah. idea what the, and that was it. Like, what is the matrix.com? All they did was just like show weird little digital analog clips that no one knew what the hell it was. They had the numbers yeah. coming down the screen. <laughs> that was like it. That was their entire marketing. And it was shrouded in secrecy and mystery. And I just, I'm excited to see the marketing campaign. And I know that there's the whole thing with HBO Max and theaters. If you watch this movie on HBO Max for the first time, you are just unless you're like shut down because of COVID, which I understand. But if you have the ability to watch this movie like on an IMAX screen, there is going to be nothing like it. I'll never forget when I saw The Dark Knight. It was the first time ever seeing a movie in IMAX, and when they flipped the semi, like halfway through the movie, it's one of the most cool experiences ever. I didn't get to see The Matrix on the big screen because when it came out, I was too young, and I wasn't allowed to watch it, and I didn't see it until it came out on DVD. I cannot wait to see this one. I, I saw Reloaded and Revolutions, but I, I cannot wait to see this movie on IMAX. It's going to be beautiful. And we'll see. I, I'm really interested to see what happens in the story. How the hell did they come back? My guess is like, because at the end of Revolutions, but Neo essentially sacrificed himself. And so he became back as the anomaly, but because... Trinity was involved in that. She became an anomaly too. So now it's like they're the two instead of mm-hmm. the one. That's my guess. But other than that, I have no idea what's going on. And I'm just so ready for the ride. Strap on, strap in. Um, I don't, I don't want to know. That's the thing. I don't want to like, know anything. Like, I don't want to know a thing because this trailer got me so excited for it. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, oh yeah, because you brought up, you brought up the theaters. Um, listen, if you are able to go to the theaters, uh, if you're not I completely understand this time, but if you are able, go not just to this movie, but just go to the theaters. Uh, going to the theater was the hardest thing for me personally to, to have taken away from me uh, through through the whole pandemic. Um, and there's been movies that, that do show up on HBO Max or whatever, and I just don't really care that much. So I will watch it on HBO Max this I don't care. I'm seeing this in the theater and I'm seeing it opening weekend at the very least. So you want to hear something that sucks? Uh, you're not going to be able to see it opening weekend. No, I think I will. Cause that's December okay. 22nd, I think. Um, but Oh when, yeah. It's right after Christmas. As things stand now, when Spider-Man comes out, I'm going to be in Florida for work. So I won't be able to see it like with my friends. I'm still going to go mm. see it like, opening night at a theater in Miami mm-hmm. so, and Marvel fr- fans are all friends on opening night. Everyone's a friend with everybody. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, when Endgame came out, I went to a theater by myself. I got drunk and, cause they had a bar there and I went and I cheered <laughs> and I cried. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Infinity war, infinity war. I went alone and drunk. That makes me oh, That's a bad, that's a bad movie to that go drunk. Not, drunk and alone. Oh my I, gosh. It's uh, already sad enough. Walked out like I got gut checked, gut checked by Howard the Duck. <laughs> ah, yes. Howard the Duck reference. I love it. Oh, I love that he was in What If. I do. Oh, he was in What If? Yes, he was in the second episode of What If. And it was Seth Green. 
You've got to get on what if, man. I'm tired of your little. No, no, no. So here's here. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're going to talk about what if. Uh, let's do it next week. I don't want to give too much away. Uh, I it's, it's a tale of two halves for me. So we'll we'll get into what okay. if. Okay. I don't remember. I don't remember Howard the Duck, though. He was in there with What's the, the scene. He was walking around with T'Challa, Star-Lord. He was showing okay. him. Oh, shit. okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. We're awesome. going to get into that one. All right, cool. We'll save that for awesome. next week. Yeah, so yeah. There's your tease for next week. Yeah, for next week, we're going to talk what if. All right. So that's the trailer for, for Matrix. I haven't watched the Hawkeye trailer yet. I was waiting because I thought we were going to watch it together. Obviously, that is not the case. I'm so sorry. I someone, can't wait. someone is like a little kid. I ain't waiting for if Marvel. If Marvel comes, I'm going to cry. Like, if I don't watch Marvel, if, if Marvel just spoiled <laughs> for me, I'm crying. Oh, that's why that's why I, I have to see it opening night. If it's if it's Marvel, Same. like, I mean, I mean, even even people were against the Black Widow movie. I was not like I still had to see that opening night. And I was very happy I did because I'm I'm someone that, that, that thoroughly enjoyed that movie. But I'm going to go watch the, the Hawkeye trailer. We're going to be back in like five seconds. So it's I mean, just it's everything's going to be fat. Yeah. So I, I'm going to we'll fast forward this. I, can I tell you how much I love that it's it's at Christmas time? Me too. I love that. I love Christmas. it. I love that we're getting a holiday version. I did I not love know. It. I was not expecting a Christmas show. No, I'm I'm, I am, I, I'm sad that 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 uh, he doesn't have his haircut. Eh, he's about to be in a family guy. He's got his family. Guy. I know. I know. I just love his Fuck hair. Like he's that. a family so cool. guy. Okay, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but no. I, so I thought. I thought that. Uh, what's her name? Haley. Seinfeld, Steinfeld. Seinfeld, yeah. I thought that she was going to be his his daughter. No, that's a different actress. This, Kate Bishop is not his daughter. Yeah, well, I just I just heard that that was going to be his daughter, like nope. through reports or something like that. So I guess that was wrong. Um, I mean, but it looks no, no, great. Never, no one ever reports anything wrong from Marvel. It's always accurate. <laughs> always. Marvel doesn't fuck with especially. Us Especially with the Spider-Man movie coming up. Oh, I mean, Andrew Garfield is definitely in that movie. He got called out the he's, other day. He's gotten called out so many times. Yeah, he was like, "There's no way it was me." I'm like, "Dude, shut the fuck up. We all know it's coming. Like, just, <laughs> just, just put it out there. Like, if you didn't have Doc Ock, like, you maybe could have got away. You, you showed Doc. You played your hand. Okay, we know yeah. you're coming, and I'm 100 percent all for it. Play oh, absolutely. The game. Play this. I will go and I will unleash my web slinger on opening night. I'm going to be at work, though, so I'm going to unleash my web slinger over Miami people, apparently. Oh, man. I, w- I need a web slinger now. I'm going to go buy a Nerf web slinger. I'll, bu- I'll give you a web slinger. I bet you will. <laughs> Sorry, Emily and Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's become more than a podcast now. Yeah. So uh, what did <laughs> what did you think of, of the show? Because you've watched it a couple times now. I loved it. I just, It's different. Marvel has to keep shit different because they do mm-hmm. so much stuff and uh, i love hawkeye that's my qb1 respect um <laughs> that's right I, I but I, I think it looks fun uh they're it's just continuing to what they're doing they're setting up young avengers you got yep uh wanda invasions kids you got uh what's his name in falcon winter soldier um isaiah um the 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 nephew of isaiah yeah and what i really hope is i know the scene got cut but I really hope Tony Stark's daughter is still going to be um, girl from 13 reasons why uh, I think she does a phenomenal job of acting. She's, she's done a, ne- a Netflix show too. 
Um, that was that was really fun as well. Uh, I just really love her. So I hope that she is going to be uh, Tony Stark's daughter. But and they filmed a scene, but it was it was cut out of uh, Infinity War. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll. Uh, I, I trust Feige. I think he'll. Oh, I, I always. I, yeah, I, think I have full happen. trust in him. Who I don't have trust in is the new uh, what CEO of Disney. Uh, I mean, that's all, meddling all with things. And, all they've done is piss off, you know, one of the main Avengers. Don't yeah. Me. Yeah. Right. Like that's it's it, it, it's just the things that he has done with. I, I shouldn't get into this. I'm a huge Disney fan. Uh, I watch Disney vlogs all the time. So I know just how stupid this guy is. Uh, so I'm not going to get too far into it. But uh, as long as he lets Feige do what Feige does, we're fine. Let Feige do what Feige do. You let him do. I will make it do what it do, baby. You heard it here on the snoo. <laughs> All right, so wait, did we? Is snoo. that a thing? No, <laughs> let's, that's not a thing. <laughs> this nerdy the nerd universe snoo. I just think of I just think of uh, um, Jay. Oh, uh, from uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That was that? my first thought too. I all, thought all of, the uh, Kevin Smith movies. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. Snoogity boogity. Um, wait, when the fuck did he say snoogity boogity? Uh, who knows if he did? Maybe I made that up. But Smoochie it sounds good. Snoochie boochies. Um, yeah. All right. So before we get uh, completely off topic, uh, I'm, next... stoked, I'm stoked for it because yeah. uh, you got the end credit scene from Black Widow. You know, she's mm-hmm. going to show up in it. And yeah. in a deleted scene from our first episode, you can tell that both of Jeff and I have huge crushes on Yolanda. Um, oh, my my sweet, sweet Yolanda. She is a wonderful human being. She uh, is I a believe, wonderful human being. I believe that the I believe. No, the, and actually the, she's. Uh, not to not to cut you off, but she actually is uh, on the list of number two uh, most uh, sought after actresses uh, in, in movies like of like top twenty five, under twenty five, or something like that. She's she's number two. Uh, I think she showed a trailer for a new movie that's or a new show on Netflix or something like that. Or a new movie on Netflix is coming out. She's she's everywhere and she's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, just as an actress, if you haven't seen stuff she's in, like she's she's done that movie about Paige from the WWE, and that was fantastic. And she's done some some other stuff, and she's she's great in everything she does. So, well, Feige handpicked her. Like Feige said, this is yeah. the one I want for this role. Yeah. So, I mean, that, so that right there in itself makes me think she's going to play a very large yeah. role in the MCU going forward. Yeah. Um, Florence yeah. Florence Pugh is an awesome actress. Yes, but then you throw um, in, uh, but she's gonna pop up in Hawkeye, and I already mm-hmm. love Hawkeye. And I. It, it, I just I love that he's a human. That's what yeah. always been one of yeah. my favorite parts of him. And now he's training another human. Yeah, I always love that about a superhero because we can have superheroes that got bit by a spider or something like that, and and there's a reason why they have these special powers. But when it's an actual human and a human mind is 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 doing things and uh and and the human body is is doing everything, it's it's a little bit different for a superhero. It just hits different, I guess. All right. We said that we were going to save our week two predictions in the NFL uh, for the end. And that's exactly what we did. Hit me with it. Week two predictions, baby. All right. Going up against the Washington football team, getting three points are the New York Giants at Washington football team. I take the Giants. You take the Giants. Yep. I will take the Reds, the, the Washington football team. Sorry. sorry. Don't be sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, but you know what? If, if we have a talk about the Cleveland Indians, I'm going to keep saying the Cleveland Indians. We're going to fight about that, too. Oh, then that's another episode. We Let's will fight. Let's do it. Right. The world of decency in 2021. Yes. Yes. That might be like an eight parter. Um, all right. Yes. Next, 
we have the Raiders traveling to Pittsburgh and getting five and a half. Man, Pittsburgh looked good. That defense looked real good. Um, but Raiders looked real good too. Yes, they did. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I think the Raiders lose, but I uh I don't think it's gonna be five and a half. So you're going with the Steelers? Yeah. Yes, correct. Correct. How, how's going that make the Steelers. Deal? Not good. I I'm you gonna, know what's I'm, you know what's even worse is I have the Steelers as my fantasy defense. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, in both with, my leagues. I'm going with the Raiders. I think they'll probably win upright and give me five and a half points. I'll take that all day. Um, I hope they do. Yeah, me too. Uh all right. Bengals at Bears. Bears minus three. <laughs> Bears have no chance until until our guy Justin Fields is in there. You think hey, you think he, Andy Dalton? He played Dal- a little. He played a he little. He did. He got his first touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, do you really think that Andy Dalton is going to be playing this revenge game and is going to do it successfully? I don't. Yes, uh, I do. I do. Okay, cool. Now, I t- do you see Jabbar? Oh, my gosh. Dude's a boss. We yeah. still got T. Higgins over there, yeah, Tyler Boyd. You got you got mixing in the backfield. You got you got Joey B doing his thing. No, there's no shot. All right. Well, so far we're disagreeing on all of them, which is definitely good. Be very good for me, or yes. really widen the gap. Yes. Um, all right. The Texans coming up to take on the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland minus twelve and a half. The wow. Biggest, the biggest spread of the week. Gosh, I hope so. You know what? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll take it. Taking Cleveland? Yeah, I'm taking taking the dog time. All right, we're going to keep it going. I'm, we're going to split that one, too. I mean, okay. I'm sorry, 12 and a half points is just way it's too good to points. pass up. I can't you know what, though? Up. If they played the way they did against Kansas City uh, versus versus the Texans, it's going to be that much points and more. All right, Rams at Colts. Rams minus four. I'm taking the Rams on this one. I think they looked really good, and I, I think Stafford's going to just have that team rolling. Colts have a great defense. They do. Wentz, Wentz looked good when he had time. Yeah, but the Rams um, have Aaron, Don- Aaron Donald. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Chris at work, he's just, he always tells me he's the greatest player defensively. He's um, in the top three. I think Miles. Oh, Garrett's he, he absolutely is. I, Miles I agree. Garrett's the best player. I agree. Uh, you know, I'm going to go Rams too. All right. All right, Nets. The Bills at the Dolphins. Buffalo minus three and a half. Wow, that's surprising. I'm going to take the Bills on that. I think they'll cover that one pretty easily. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a no-brainer to me. They're a little pissed I, I, off. They let, they let last week get away from them. And again, it's one week. Like right. they're fine. All right. Patriots minus five and a half going to the New York Jets. I would like to say though, both the, I, I do believe that both the Dolphins and the Bills will make the playoffs. I don't know about the Dolphins. I think I, the Bills, I'm pretty sure it will. I don't know yeah. about the Dolphins. I'm not sold on Tua yet. I think I think this year he will. I think I think he'll 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 jump and, and they'll they will make the playoffs. I think he'll make a jump, but I don't know I don't know if it will be in time. I think he will be like halfway through the season and start really picking it up. But they're a fringe playoff team at best. Okay. I'll take it. All right. All right. So Patriots at Jets, Jets getting five and a half. I take Jets. But this is good. This is a great game. Mac versus yeah. uh um Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. I'm gonna take the Patriots on this one. So, yeah, we're going to really – we're almost deciding our entire season this week. Yeah. Uh, Niners at Eagles. Niners minus three and a half. Yeah, I'll take Niners. I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. I just I, don't – I don't not, buy the Eagles right now. I'm not, I'm not sold on them completely yet, but I think hosting it and only having to cover with four points, I think they can do that. All right. Next, the New Orleans Saints at Carolina Panthers. 
Uh, Saints minus three and a half. Darnold looked good, but they were playing the Jets. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and like I was saying uh, with Wilson, Wilson looked good um, too. So, but again, it was it was it, it was against the Pats that I, I think they're very similar at this point. Yeah. I mean, Pats are a little bit better, but not by much. Um, all right, what was what were the teams again? Uh, Saints at Panthers. Uh, Saints yeah. minus three and a half. Yeah, I, I take the Saints. Yeah, I already put you down for that. Uh, that's uh, the Denver Broncos at Jaguars. Broncos minus six. Gosh, the Jags. They look like a fucking jump dumpster fire, dude. Yeah, they really did. And it's uh, now, now they will get better uh, through the season. I still project them. Their ceiling ceiling is six games. That's probably closer to four. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going against. I'm not going to go with the Jags on this one. It's going to take a while for them to even get to that point. All right, Vikings at Cardinals. Arizona minus three and a half. Oh, Arizona. Did you see my guy, Kyler? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. He looked good. And he's my MVP this year. If he plays like he did in week one, he's going to be in that conversation for sure. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Nets, Falcons at Tampa. They're getting 11 and a half. Mm. Could this be, could this, could this be a revenge game for Matt Ryan? Because as we mentioned earlier, oh. he has not recovered from twenty-eight to three. Mm-mm. Granted, he played him twice last year, but still. Can we can we just mention how great Gronk looked week one? Yeah. Do we have to though? We don't have to. I just it shocked me. I thought he was yeah. at the very very end, but he dude looked good. Gronk, um, Brady has taught Gronk the ways of how to mm-hmm. suck the youth from souls of like unborn children. So my young Jedi. Yes. Um. All right, what was the what, what was the spread again? Uh, eleven and a half. Eleven and a half for Atlanta. Gideon. Atlanta doesn't. Whew, that's a lot. I, I'll take Atlanta just because it's a lot, but it's very possible. I'm. I, I think Brady is terrified. I'm going to stick with Tampa Bay. I don't care. That, that's a lot of points, but I think they're going to cover. Yeah, they looked. D- Dallas had everything going for them. Had everything. I told people don't sleep on Dallas. Don't yeah, no, sleep was, on CD was, Lamb. That was a tough game. Or, or Dacky. But they, Amari is what surprised me in that game. Yeah, they took them down to the wire. And the, the, yep. we very well could have seen the NFC AFC championship games this weekend. Dallas and Tampa and then Kansas City and Cleveland. Both yep. if those are the championship games. Yeah, I'm fine with they it. They were fantastic. Yeah, they were great. Very entertaining. Speaking of the Cowboys, Cowboys at the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are the favorites minus two and a half. No. Yeah, I'm taking Cowboys on this one. Yeah. All right, and that's up. The, the Titans travel to Seattle. Seattle giving four and a half. I think the Titans tighten up. So the Titans will. I think they get it back. All right. Uh, but I don't. this is what I love about this game is it's A.J. Brown versus D.K. Metcalf. I absolutely love that. Yeah, I wish they covered each other, but that doesn't really matter I know, me. I know. It's fun to watch for fantasy football and shit, but I don't think. Like that, that 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 kind of stuff is never sold to me. Like everyone's yeah. like Brady versus Rodgers. Like no, it's oh, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's Brady not. versus the the Packers defense. Yeah, there's no there's no right. verse in that point. I mean, I get it's a great storyline, and I and I understand that. But yeah, all right. Um, Nets the Chiefs given three and a half to the Ravens at Baltimore. Uh, Cleveland's better than the Ravens. Cleveland lost to the Chiefs by more. Well, they bought from that spread actually because they lost by four. So I take the Chiefs. Yeah, me too. All right, and then the redemption game and another huge-ass spread. The Detroit Lions at Green Bay Packers. Green Bay given 11 and a half. 
Um, I, I take the Lions. I don't think the Lions are going to win. I just don't I need to say that. But um, I think one person that really amazed me this, this week was Jared Goff under center for the Detroit Lions. And I think it's going to be a competitive game, but it's but the Lions are not going to win. But it's going to be close. I would agree. I think uh, I don't think it's going to be super competitive. I think you got to pissed off Rodgers at home. He better be pissed off. I don't get 50 <laughs> yeah, points that, out of that guy this week. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I'll be to take Patters to cover easily. And you're taking Patters? Yeah. No, lines. I'm taking I'm taking lines. Yeah. So this week we should we'll find out quickly. Someone's going to either have a big lead or we're going to tighten it up. Yep. So it's it's going to be one of those two. All right. Well, this this week was fun. Mm -hmm. I think a little bit better than the first one. A little more organized. We didn't get off the nose as much. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna tighten it up even more so uh, in uh, episode three when we take on the what if series. It's it's if you want us to argue, we're going to argue a good chunk on this. Oh yeah, but. I think uh, in the end, it's going to be a happy story for all. So uh, thank you for listening again. Find us on Facebook. Uh, Just search the Sporty Nerds Universe podcast, uh, as well as on Twitter. We are at Sporty Nerds Pod. Is that correct? Yes. I am Ron Burgundy. Okay, awesome. (laughs) Um, We would love to love to hear from you guys. Uh, At some point, we would love to just be, be answering questions from you guys. And gals, let's not let's not just say only guys. It's the right. gals too. We love That's you, gals. Thing. That is a yeah, thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, we will see you guys next week. You just said guys again. <laughs>